Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. All right, hey, let me make this introduction, everybody. Our special guest holds the distinguished title of Surgeon General of the United States, which simply means one thing, everybody. He is the nation's doctor. Uh, His goal is to advance the health of American people with better health through better partnerships. And right now he's focused on informing us on how we can slow down the spreading of COVID-19 and save lives. And we're honored to have him join us for the first time this morning. Please welcome to the morning show, Vice Admiral Jerome M. Adams. Welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. So morning. nice to have morning. you. Hey, it is a pleasure to be here with you. And uh, I, I got to tell you, it's also an honor to serve as just the second African-American male to be Surgeon General of the United States. The other was wow. Dr. David Thatcher. And uh, I'm a big believer that you've got to see it uh, to be it. And, uh, yeah. you know, I didn't see a lot of black uh, black doctors growing up. The first black doctor I ever met was when I was in college. So uh, it wow. really, uh, all the challenges aside, um, is something special to me to be able to, to just stand uh, on TV, to stand at that podium in the White House and have other wow. kids like me see that they can be the Surgeon General of the United States. Well, wow. sir, I got to tell you, it is exactly the way you're saying it is. It does 
send uh, nothing nothing sends a clearer message than a picture. And seeing you there, it, it does wonders not only for young people, but for those of us that's been around for a little while to see the advancements and, and, and the overcoming and the power of dreams uh, that can occur in a person. And you're a fine example of that, man. And we applaud you for it. And congratulations, sir. Hey, well, thank you for saying that, because a lot of people give me a lot of flack for uh, who I work for. And what I tell people is our issues are too important to take four years off from. And so I, I want your listeners to understand that, that, that hey, I, I am uh, the United States Surgeon General. I, I, I'm thankful that I was nominated um, and appointed by, by President Trump, but I'm the United States Surgeon General, and I'm here. Uh, you may have heard this phrase before. If you're not at the table, you're on the menu. And uh, I'm going to make sure I'm going to make sure I'm at the table trying to fight for the issues that we care about, because I grew up poor. I grew up rural and I obviously grew up black. Uh, I talk a lot about my brother who actually uh, has struggled with substance use disorder. Uh, You all may have heard that my mother actually was in the hospital over Thanksgiving. She uh, fell at home and uh, was evaluated for a stroke and a hip fracture. So I I know what it's like to deal with poor health and lack of opportunity, even as Surgeon General of the United States. So I'm going to keep fighting. And one of the things we got to fight for is to get people to understand we have the tools to overcome this COVID pandemic, but we need we need to provide people with the governmental and institutional supports to do the right thing. And then we need people to adopt the behaviors that will help us overcome this virus. It's got to be one, too. It can't be all on the people and it can't be all on the government. But together, we can overcome this. So you, you, I've heard you speak before, and 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 you want to talk about uh, things that we can do, and you call them uh, the three W's. What are those three W's, sir? Well, one of the three W's is what your mother always told you: wash your hands. Uh, another one of the three W's is to watch your distance. The way this virus spread. Like any other infectious disease, the closer you are to someone, the more likely you are to get it. So we tell people to stay six feet from others and to avoid people outside of your household whenever you can. And that will lower your chance of getting the virus. And the third W is wear a mask. And what I want people to know is that we've learned a lot about this virus in the past year. And one of the things that we learned is over 50 percent of the people spreading the virus actually are what we call asymptomatic, which means they don't have a, a fever. They don't have a cough. They don't have a cold. Steve, if you and I were in a room together and one of us had a cold, the other one would know it. I'd right. look at you and, and say, Steve, you ain't looking so good. Um, uh, you and I need to stay apart. You right. can't do that with COVID. And so unfortunately, a lot of people are spreading it asymptomatically. And that's why we tell them to wear a mask. And the other important thing that I want people to, to really understand is that we are a week or so away from beginning to vaccinate people. But one of the greatest injustices in this country right now, and, and people don't appreciate this, is the differences in the number of people of color who get vaccinated versus uh, Caucasians. Uh, in any given flu season, about 50% of adults get the flu shot. Only about 40% of African-Americans do. And that results in thousands of black people dying every year from a vaccine-preventable disease. To me, this is a social justice issue because people are preying on our folks with misinformation that is causing them to lose their lives. So follow the three W's, get your flu shot. And I want everyone to know that when I can get a COVID vaccine, when they tell me I can get one, and trust me, I've seen uh, the data, I've worked with the companies, 
I've encouraged them to include um, African-Americans in their trials, and we've successfully gotten the numbers up. I believe this vaccine will be safe, and I will take it. And um, when they tell me my family can get it, my family will get it too. Okay, so, so let me watch, ask you this. Watch and you swear. I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay, so you said, sir, that the vaccine is on the way. And you're saying yes. within a week they're going to be passing this vaccine out? Well, uh, they are going to be evaluating the Pfizer vaccine uh, this week. And it could be as soon as Thursday or Friday that they approve it or authorize it. And when they do, uh, we'll be sending it out within 24 hours. And what we're going to do is make sure people who are in nursing homes and long-term care facilities get it first. Then after that, we'll probably be healthcare workers because our hospitals are being overwhelmed by COVID cases and we can't afford to lose a doctor or a nurse to COVID. And then after that, it will be people uh, in the next risk category, people with uh, comorbidities like diabetes, high blood pressure, and lung disease. And so we want to immunize for impact. But again, a vaccine doesn't do anything if people don't trust it or won't accept it. Okay, uh, Surgeon General, hang on one second, sir. Uh, we'll be right back with more from Vice Admiral Jerome. M. All right, we're back, everybody, and we're You're having a uh, real, really informative discussion with our nation's doctor, uh, Surgeon General uh, Vice Admiral Adams. So, Steve, the other thing I'm doing is working with uh, the Divine Nine. I'm working with faith-based organizations. I'm working with historically black colleges and universities to help people understand the process. Uh, and I don't want to get too deep here, but we remember Tuskegee. And uh, yeah. one of the things that we've got to do is acknowledge that people of color are right to have some distrust of mm-hmm. certain institutions. we got to acknowledge that. But then we also have to address it. We've got to tell them what we do now to make sure those types of things can never happen again. And we have independent data and safety monitoring board. We have the Office of Human Research Protection. We have things in place, systems in place to make sure Tuskegee can never, ever happen again. Mm-hmm. And then we've got to engage with influencers. And I'm working with the NFL. I'm working with, uh, again, historically black colleges and universities, fraternities and sororities. We want people to, to ask questions. And don't ever be afraid to ask questions. Ask those questions and demand answers. And then I want you to know that I'm going to be there providing answers and encouraging my colleagues to provide those answers so you feel safe and so that you aren't disadvantaged by being distrustful of something that could actually save your life. So you're saying to us, predominant audience that listens to this show is a huge group of uh, African-Americans, Latinos. We we have a, a huge white listening audience, too. But overall, the scope is is we have a, a very large uh, black listening audience. You're saying, though, that when this vaccine is released, that it's safe for people to take and they should lose their fear of getting vaccinated. I'm absolutely saying that. And let me tell you why. Well, when you hear fast track, you think that they've cut corners. Mm-hmm. The vaccine that they that they are using right now is 80 to 90 percent similar to vaccine technology they've been using for the last decade. So the science isn't new. Uh, they just substituted one part of the virus for another part of a different virus to create this vaccine. The science is solid. Uh, and number two, the corners that we cut were financial and administrative. 
Uh, we did not cut the, the process for the science and the safety is the same as it's been for any vaccine. But what we did is we just threw a whole lot of money at the problem. And we also started manufacturing early and we uh, made sure we cleared any administrative hurdles. So instead of it sitting on somebody's desk for three, four weeks, you get immediate, got you. immediate, uh, an immediate look at things. And so that's that's how we sped up the process. And I believe it's safe. It's been proven to be over 90 percent effective. And again, the, the most reassuring thing I can tell you is that I plan on getting the vaccine on live TV when they tell me that I that, that it's my turn to get the vaccine. Hey, uh, Surgeon General, hang on one second. We're going to take another break and we'll be right back with more. This information is critical to our community. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, we're back. And uh, we've been having a really, really informative conversation with our Surgeon General. Uh, Vice Admiral uh, Jerome M. Adams. Now, this week is okay. National Immunity Flu. Okay, so Vice Admiral, this is what uh, I would propose to really help get our community locked into this. I would like to propose that if you were sincere about what you were saying, that the Steve Harvey Morning Show, those of us who are willing, mm-hmm. would volunteer to do, you know, a viral video to get it out there that we're taking the vac- vaccination from the Vice Admiral uh, and, and I mean from the Surgeon General of the United okay. States. I think that would send a, a real clear message, especially to our community, because I don't, I don't really have a problem with it. Let, let me ask you this question here, sir. What do you think is the proposed cost? Because I'm hearing free I'm hearing $10. What do you think would be the proposed cost for a person to get vaccinated? Vaccinated. Uh, we are doing everything within our federal authority and power to give it to people for free. So what, what does that mean? That means we are we paid for the vaccine on the part of the federal government. The vaccine itself is free. We paid for the needles and the syringes, and we're sending them out to people. So that's going to be free. But a doctor or a nurse can charge you. you a certain fee to administer it, and there it won't go. be any more than $10. But most people should be able to get it completely for free because their insurance will cover it. Okay, I understand what you're saying now. So okay. let me ask you this question. So I'm hearing two things. There's a there's a one-shot vaccine, and there's a two-part vaccine. Which is it? Which one is coming out by Pfizer? Which one's coming out by Moderna? Which Which one is which? So the, the first one that is expected to come out is the Pfizer vaccine, and that was shown to be 95% effective. That is a two-shot vaccine. You get one dose, and then 21 days later, you get the second booster dose. The next vaccine oh, okay. that is uh, teed up to come out is the Moderna vaccine. That, again, is 90 to 95% effective. That is also a two-dose vaccine. Uh, we're working with Johnson & Johnson to get their one-dose vaccine ready but that's not going to be uh ready for several weeks at least they're still doing the studies but if that one comes through the great thing is again that's one dose of a vaccine so it's going to be easier for people but what i what i would say to people is whatever vaccine you can get if it's approved by the fda or authorized by the fda take whichever one they offer um because you want that protection. Black people and brown people are disproportionately dying from this virus. And uh, if we authorize a vaccine, I can tell you it's going to be safe and it's going to be 
reasonably effective. And that's the way we end this pandemic and get back to normal. And I just want to hit on one other thing that's important to the African-American community. Mm -hmm. Last week, I put out a call to action on maternal health, pointing out the fact that black women are three times as likely to die as white women from pregnancy-related complications. And Mm -hmm. what does that have to do with COVID? Well, we know that COVID puts you at higher risk for complications if you're pregnant, number one. And number two, many women aren't getting their prenatal care because they're scared of COVID. So these disparities are going to become even greater. And the shocking thing is it doesn't matter how rich or famous you are. Beyonce Mm. almost died from preeclampsia when she was having her baby. It doesn't matter how athletic you are. Serena Williams, who I consider the best athlete in the world, almost died due to pregnancy-related complications. There's something about being black. uh, and, And we have to dig into the bias, the racism that exists in our society. But we've also got to arm people with the facts to do what they can to protect themselves. So please tell people to go to surgeongeneral.gov, check out that call to action, as well as the one I put on uh, put out on blood pressure control in October, because uncontrolled blood pressure is going to kill more people this year than what COVID will, believe it or not. And that also disproportionately affects African-Americans and Latinos. And I'll tell you, I was out giving flu shots a few weeks ago. If any of you haven't gotten your flu shot, now, this week is okay. National Immuniz- flu, flu Immunization Week, and I'm happy to come do that, too. Hey, uh, one more time. I hate to keep saying one more time, sir, but really, this is really valuable information for our listening audience. So if you could just hang on. We'll be back, everybody, with more from the Surgeon General. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, we're back. And uh, we've been having a really, really informative conversation with our Surgeon General. Uh, Vice Admiral uh, Jerome M. Adams. Okay, so Vice Admiral, this is what uh, I would propose to really help get our community locked into this. I would like to propose that if you were sincere about what you were saying, that the Steve Harvey Morning Show, those of us who are willing, Mm -hmm. would volunteer to do, you know, a viral video to get it out there that we're taking the vaccination from the vice admiral, uh, and and I mean from the Surgeon General of the United States, I think that would send a, a real clear message, especially to our community, because I don't I don't really have a problem with it. Let let me ask you this question here, sir. What do you think is the proposed cost? Because I'm hearing free, I'm hearing ten dollars. What do you think would be the proposed cost for a person to get vaccinated? Vaccinated. Uh- we are doing everything within our federal authority and power to give it to people for free. So what, what does that mean? That means we are we paid for the vaccine on the part of the federal government. The vaccine itself is free. We paid for the needles and the syringes, and we're sending them out to people. So that's going to be free. But a doctor or a nurse can charge you. you a certain fee to administer it, and there it won't go. be any more than $10. But most people should be able to get it completely for free because their insurance will cover it. Okay, I understand what you're saying now. So okay. let me ask you this question. So I'm hearing two things. There's a there's a one-shot vaccine and there's a two-part vaccine. Which is it? Which one's is coming out by Pfizer? Which one's coming out by Moderna? Which which one is which? So the the first one that is expected to come out is the Pfizer vaccine, and that was shown to be 95% effective. That is a two-shot vaccine. You get 
one dose, and then 21 days later, you get the second booster dose. The next vaccine that is uh, teed up to come out is the Moderna vaccine. That, again, is 90 to 95% effective. That is also a two-dose vaccine. Uh, We're working with Johnson & Johnson to get their one-dose vaccine ready, but uh, that's not going to be ready for several weeks, at least. They're still doing the studies. But if that one comes through, the great thing is, again, that's one dose of a vaccine, so it's going to be easier for people. But Mm -hmm. what what I would say to people is whatever vaccine you can get, if it's approved by the FDA or authorized by the FDA, take whichever one they offer um, because you want that protection. Black people and brown people are disproportionately dying from this virus. And uh, if we authorize a vaccine, I can tell you it's going to be safe and it's going to be reasonably effective. And that's the way we end this pandemic and get back to normal. Okay, sir, tell our audience, what exactly will the vaccine do? So what the vaccine will do is express parts of the virus or things that look like the virus. So the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccine uh, express what's called the spike protein, which is on the virus and not the full virus. So you can't become infected with COVID by getting the vaccine. I want people to know that. And then your body develops an immune response to that part of the virus so that when it is exposed to the virus, it then attacks the virus. And that's how vaccines work. We give you a piece of a virus or a virus that um, is attenuated or can't hurt you anymore to build so that your body responds to it and builds up immunity to it. And so that, that's what it's doing. And uh, these vaccines have been shown to be not only incredibly safe, but again, 90 to 95 percent effective. And I want you to understand that the flu vaccine uh, in any given year is only about 60 percent effective, which still is, is good enough to save many lives. But mm-hmm. these vaccines are 90 to 95% effective. So we can end this pandemic. But what I fear, what I fear is we'll have this vaccine and disparities will widen because, quite frankly, um, white people will get it and people of color won't. And you'll see people of color continue to die. That's wow. what I'm scared of. That's what I don't want to happen. And that's why I'm on your show today. But that's right. also why, again, I'm working with all these organizations help promote confidence in this vaccine. So these vaccines that come out, that's two part. After a person receives the first part and one is a a 21 day wait with uh, Pfizer and another one is whatever the wait is, between the waiting period, are we to continue with the three W's? Wear a mask, watch your hands, and watch your distance. Absolutely, because vaccines, even when you get them, they still don't ensure that you can't get infected by the virus. What they do is they decrease the chance that you will get sick, get hospitalized, right. and die. Symptoms. And right. they also, but you still can get infected. And remember, 95% still isn't 100%. So right. even right. if it's 95% effective, you could be in that 5% and you could get it and still be harmed. So we still need to follow the three W's. But what the vaccine does is it will decrease the number of people who get hospitalized, so our hospitals don't get over overflowed. They'll decrease the number of people who die. They'll decrease the spread. And my hope is that by summer of next year, um, we will have suppressed the virus to the point that uh, we can again get back to some sense of normal. But uh, we certainly, that'll start as soon as we get our vulnerable vaccinated, which is what we're going to start doing again, hopefully within a week mm-hmm. or two. Well, sir, uh, 
Mr. Uh, Doctor, well, what am I talking about? The Surgeon General, uh, Vice Admiral uh, Adams. Good information. You've it's certainly so given us some yeah. amazing information, and we needed to hear it from you. And yeah. we thank you for coming on. Uh, we're definitely on this show and not holding it against uh, who is in the administration <laughs> right now, because you came on here and you spoke the truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's all we've been wanting. Just truth. Just mm-hmm. tell us what it is. And for you to come on as the Surgeon General and uh, talk to us with such uh, compassion and concern for for people who look like you is just really, really speaks volumes for the type of person you are. And on behalf of all of our listeners, and we really appreciate you, sir, and thank you for uh, all that you do. Hey, I appreciate it, too. I don't believe God puts you where you're going to be comfortable, but I believe God puts you where you're going to be needed. And I'm here because I feel like I'm needed. I'm going to keep working hard to protect all Americans, but especially people who have been disproportionately hit by by health disparities. And unfortunately, that means black and brown people in this country uh, are going to get the bulk of my attention because they're whose hardest hit, but also people in rural areas. Um, people who are uh, uh, pe- people who are who are poor and disadvantaged. That's we've got to lift up, and I, I, I'm willing to work with you in any way we can to lift up those populations. Steve, give everyone the best chance to live their healthiest life. Well, I'm telling you, uh, I will volunteer to come and do something for social media with you. Um, Absolutely. You know, to do something big, take the shot. You administer the shot to me. I mean, I mean, I don't know what would make a better signal than to have a a, a black man issuing yeah. the vaccine to another black person and, and they understand it. I, I, I just think it would speak volumes. And I'm not just saying it as a gimmick. I mean, you know, look, we're not going to make money off of this. We're trying to save lives here and get people exactly. not to be buried by ignorance. You know, and we all understand, like you said very uh, eloquently, what happened to Tuskegee. Well, we're not going to let that happen again, you know. And um, I, I, I just thank you, sir. And, um, Hopefully, man, we can get um, uh, through this. and uh, Well, not hopefully, but we'll get through this. And um, maybe uh, we could do something with the morning show and really uh, give this thing a, a big jump. Well, let's, let's do it. Everyone um, be concerned about the numbers. Be cautious in your actions. But have confidence that we've got the tools to get through this. And uh, uh, the Surgeon General of the United States and the morning show are going to be right there alongside you all to make sure you're getting the tools and the information you need so that you can be healthy. So thank you. Thank you, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, please uh, show your love. uh, The Surgeon General of the United States, Vice Admiral Jerome M. Adams. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You all take care. Wow, you you too. I feel so much better. Oh, my God. (laughs) So informed. Yeah. Yeah. All right, thank you for that very informative uh, interview, U.S. Surgeon General Jerome M. Adams. We thank you so much. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. 
Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd, cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.